0: Welcome to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, April 24th. We continue to hope and pray that you and your families had a good week, that you are in good spirits, good health, and prepared for today's worship service. Here are today's updated announcements. Sister Linda Templeton's sister-in-law, Colleen Campbell, passed away last Thursday night. She is asking that we pray for her and her family. Brother Glenn McLean's surgery went well on Monday. He was feeling better yesterday and lets us know that he is now receiving phone calls. He thanks everyone for your prayers. Please continue to keep Brother Glenn in your prayers and that he has a speedy recovery. Also, we were told that Sister Stacy McLean's medical procedure went well last week. Continue to keep her in your prayers as well. Church, let's continue to keep Sister Deborah Bell, Sister Patricia, Sister uh, Maddie, and also Sister Baskerville. Let's keep all of them on our prayer list as well. Let's also continue to pray for all of our bereaved families that are still going through bereavement, as well as for those who continue to ask for traveling grace, for those who spend uh, so much of their time on the highways and the byways. We want to continue to remind everyone Let's just continue to pray for all of our sick and all of our shut in that you may know of, especially those of the household of faith at 904 Lawrence Avenue. Let's continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards and text messages whenever we can. Let's continue to respect and be considerate of the congregational COVID-19 protocols whenever we're in the building. Brother Cairns will continue his spring quarter study of the book of 1 Timothy today. The lesson text this week will come from 1 Timothy 5, verse 17, through 1 Timothy 6, verse 2. The title is Respecting Men. We hope that you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother Cairns anytime on the Lord's Day. And you can contact Brother Kanz with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kanz at gmail.com. I invite you to join me again this Wednesday evening as we continue our study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. We will continue Chapter 3 of the series titled Aging and Spiritual Maturity. I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes our updated announcements for today. We will now join today's worship service.
1: Good morning, everyone. Again, good morning, everyone. Good, good, good good to see each and every one of you here. Where's everybody on this side? I guess they're on their way. Uh, But it's good to see those of us that are here on this uh, beautiful Lord's Day. Uh, a day that on the calendar is recognized as easter sunday which we know has nothing to do with what it's celebrated as when you look at the scriptures but you know what we are here to celebrate the life the death the the burial the resurrection his ministry and service on this day like normal and that's a good thing church isn't it amen to that that we are able to to worship and give praise to god each and every lord's day so we welcome everyone here with us this morning. We have a few guests that are here with us, and we always want to present ourselves in a friendly fashion the way the Lord would have us to be so. So good morning as we all have assembled here at the Church of Christ at 904 Lawrence Avenue, ready to worship God on this day that he has given us. Good to see uh, uh, John Henry. is in the back back there. Good to see you always. John Henry is with Sister Judy, who... Uh, It's feeling a little better. Good to see you out this morning, Sister Judy. Uh, We ask again make sure that everyone has on a a mask. Uh, In church, we're getting very close to not having our mask on. We have the numbers of people that are vaccinated, so we're getting very close to having some options. Uh, If you're not vaccinated, your mask must stay on. Uh, If you are, we're getting very close to to lifting some restrictions, that is with the mask, but everything else may stay the same uh, as the numbers are going down, and as so many of us are vaccinated, which is a good thing, uh, we're getting very close to that. Keep that in prayer. Getting very close to starting back our Bible classes that we all are missing. I know that we're truly missing our assembly for our Bible classes, so we're getting very close to getting back to some form of normalcy, uh, as we call it. But uh, keep all of that in prayer. Brother Alvin Bell would not be here this morning. He had to work, so he would not be here this morning uh, Sent his offering. Sister Maddie Dow, we learned, was taken back to the hospital yesterday for observation. So we want to keep Sister Dow in our prayers. Sister Rachel Belafonte is asking for our prayers, and she's still dealing with medical issues. Let's keep her in prayer. We learned that uh, Bruno Bass had emerged. Bruno Bass is the son, most of us know him, but some may not, is the son of the late sister Annie Bass. He had emergency surgery, gallbladder surgery, a couple of days ago. We want to keep Bruno in our prayers. Uh, my sister Stacy uh, McLean, is not here this morning. She has a medical procedure uh, tomorrow that she has to prepare for today. Keep her in prayer. And my shoulder surgery is also tomorrow uh, um, afternoons, asking for your prayers also. We will be starting taking up our collection starting today the normal way. So instead of leaving your offering at the back, uh, there will be brother that will come forth, come down today and take up your offering the normal way. Uh, We're not using metal trays for that, but uh, that's normal, but there will be one brother coming down the normal way to take your offering You're still asked to make sure that you have your communion cup uh, With you that will still be done the regular way with our small cups So make sure that you have a communion cup as you come in that will be conducted the way we have been Conducting our communion make sure you don't leave your small communion cups in the seat uh, come up there. If you don't see someone coming around with uh, a little, little can to put them in, make sure that you uh, throw your cups away in the trash cans at the front door. We encourage all to continue to listen to our Bible classes through the week on the Lord's Day. Uh, it is done by our, through our podcast, Brother Kent does that, and on Wednesdays at 7.15 through the conference call, and Brother William Carruthers conducts that through the conference call. So we hope that all continue to listen to our Bible classes. We want to always, folks, keep those who are, are suffering in war and battle, keep them in prayer. We, we're living in perilous times, church. So we want to uh, keep those who are in a war conflict. We want to continue to pray for our leaders, uh, that they will govern in a way that is according to the word of God that does not contradict the word of God, I should say, contradict the word of God. Our offering this morning, our order of service, that is, our order of service this morning, our singing, uh, Brother Trent Moore, our scripture reading and prayer, Brother John Phillips, our sermon, Brother Arnold Spivey, our prayer for our collection, and our Lord's Supper, Brother Danny Gift, and our closing prayer, Brother Ernest Davis. So again, we welcome all, all Welcome all this morning, I can't talk this morning. We welcome all this morning, and we hope that we're now ready to prepare ourselves for our morning worship service.
2: Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this morning we'll be singing from both the supplemental handbooks and also the uh, regular Praise for the Lord handbooks. So if you do not have a supplemental handbook at this time, please raise your hand. All right, our first page we will notice will be page four. Page four out of the supplemental handbook will be our first song selection. We have come into this house. We will sing all verses. All found? Let us sing. We have come into this house
3: and we gathered in his name to worship him. Worship him. We have come into this house and we gathered in his name to worship him. Worship him. We have come into this house and we gathered in his name to worship God our Father everybody worship him come on and worship god our father just forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship him worship him just forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship him worship him just forget about yourself and concentrate on him and worship god our father everybody worship him come on and worship god our father if you have a heavy heart and a troubled mind just worship him Worship Him if you have a heavy heart and a troubled mind, just worship Him. Worship Him if you have a heavy heart and a troubled mind, just worship God our Father. Everybody worship Him, come on and worship God our Father. Let us lift up holy hands and magnify his name and worship him. Worship him, let us lift up holy hands and magnify his name and worship him. Who worship him, let us lift up holy hands and magnify his name and worship God our Father. Everybody worship him. Come on and worship God, our Father.
2: Amen. Now let's notice page uh, 8. Page 8. Mercy, Lord. Page 8 in the supplemental handbook. All found? Let us see. In my
3: heart sometimes I ponder As down life's road I wander To a city over yonder Where peace has Trials are gone forever, and no tears shall find me ever. You'll see there'll be a place for me, and I'm going there someday. for a city that's free from shame and pity it's a bright eternal city and I'm traveling on my way Someday I'll have to leave you, don't let my parting grieve you, you'll see there'll be a place for me, and I'm going Someday I'm so tired and so forlorn, I thank you for your blessings, and all that i possess. And I'm go with there some
4: Scripture reading and prayer. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Aren't you glad to be in the Lord's house this morning? Scriptural text will be coming from John 21, verses 1 through 8. That's John 21, verses 1 through 8, and I'm reading from the King James Bible. Verse 1, after these things, Jesus showed himself again unto the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And on this wise, he showed himself. They were together with Simon, Peter, Thomas, called Didymus, Nathaniel of Canaan, in Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They said unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and, they, and that night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said unto them, children, have you any meat? They answered, no. And he said unto them, cast the net on the right side of the ship, and ye shall find. They cast there forth, and now they were able to draw it from the multitude of fishes. Okay. Therefore, that disciple whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, It is the Lord. Now when Peter, Simon Peter heard that, it was the Lord, he girded his fish's coat upon him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. Okay. And the other disciples came in a little ship, for they were not far from land, but as it were, two hundred cubits dragging the net with the fishes. I've read for you John 21, verses 1 through 8. May the Lord have a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his most holy and divine word. Let us pray, church. Almighty God, Jehovah Yahweh, the true and the living God, the God that we all should serve, from everlasting unto everlasting, thou art God. You are the beginning and the ending of all things that we believe in father and we humbly bow our heads before your throne of grace this morning thankful that you've allowed us to come to this place to worship you in spirit and in truth and we pray dear lord that all that we say and do will be holy and acceptable in thy sight father we're so thankful for all that you have done and will do and have and will continue to do in our lives but most importantly was so thankful for Jesus. He left his home above and came down to this low ground of sorrow, this sin-cursed earth, to seek and to save the lost. He brought with him, Father, a plan of salvation that once he died upon the cold cruel cross of Calvary and was resurrected on the third day, he conquered death, hell, and the grave, thereby making a way for us to be redeemed and reconciled back to you through the shedding of his blood and the giving up of his life. Father God, no greater gift has ever been given to mankind that you are willing to give up your son to die for sinners. For we were without strength to save ourselves, and we were in need of a Savior. And when he did what he did, Father, he became the author and the finisher of our faith. And we hold fast to that faith, Father, every day of our lives. So we thank you for Christ and what he's done. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who indwells within us, who guides us, who comforts us and makes intercessions for us at different times, Father. Father, we pray for our country. She is misguided. She is torn apart. There are divisions like we've never seen for over 100 years, Father. There's so much malice, anger, hatred that we seem to not be able to get it together. Father, but I pray that they too will do like we do, lift our eyes to the heaven from whence government our help. For we know within you, dear Lord, all things are possible and we can bring peace to a troubled world. We pray for the world, Father, because of the wars, the rumors of wars, the death of innocent children and adults, for the death of the elderly that are being bombed out of their homes. We pray, dear Lord, that at some point we will come to our senses and ask, what would you have us to do to live peaceably with one another? Father, we pray for the sick everywhere. We pray for those that are struggling with diseases of heart or high blood pressure, diabetes, ulcers, and other systemic diseases. We pray for those that are having mental problems, especially those that are struggling with Alzheimer's disease, dementia, anxiety, depression, depression, bipolar disease, and all of the other things, Father, that controls their mind. We pray, Father God, if it's in your will, you will bring them back to their most wanted health. And if not, dear Lord, we know your will will be done, but we also know that you will always be with us. You will never leave us nor forsake us, Father, and we can hold to that unchanging hand. We pray, Father God, for those that feel hopeless and helpless those that are hungry and, and that feel like they just can't make it. We pray for our children that seem to want to commit suicide. We pray, Father, for this nation that they will quit admitting to sins that are sins to you and do those things that are right within your eyes. Father, we continue to pray for this church at 904 Lawrence Avenue. We pray for everyone that is here this morning, Father God, under the sound of my voice. As we finish, Father, we pray for Brother Spiver, who will stand before us in just a few minutes. May he break down that word so that it's so simple we can take it to a sinful and perishing world. And we pray, Father, that our lives will be a living epistle, seen and read amongst all men, that they may know, that they may know there's a reality in serving you, the true and the living God, and that there is salvation if we only follow your plan. Thank you, Father, again for Jesus. It is he who said, Peace, be still. It is he who raised Lazarus from the dead. It is he who brought the child back to life. Father, he can do all things, and we thank you, Father, that you allow him to continue to intercede on our behalf. For us, in Christ Jesus' name we pray, let the assembled of the Lord say, "Amen." Amen.
2: If you like the market, our song of invitation will be page 197. If you like the market, our song of invitation will be page 197. Now let us know it's page 54. Page 54 out of the supplemental handbook. Page 54 out of the supplemental handbook. Page 54. We'll sing all three verses. All found. Listen.
3: There are some things I may not know. There are some places I can't go. But I am sure. Of this one thing that God is real, for I can feel Him deep within. Don't you know God is real? Yes, He's real in my soul. Don't you know God is real? For He has washed and made me whole. His love for me, Lord, is like pure gold. Yes, God is real, for I can feel Him in my soul. Some folk may doubt Some folk may scorn All can discern And leave me alone But as for me I'll take God's part. For God is real, and I can feel Him in my heart. Don't you know God is real? Yes, He's real in my soul. Don't you know God is real? For he has watched and made me whole. His love for me, Lord, is thy pure gold. Yes, God is real, for I can feel him in my soul. I cannot tell just how you felt when Jesus took your sins away. But since that day Yes, it's that I God has been real For I can feel His holy power Don't you know God is real? Yes, He's real in my soul Don't you know God is real? For he has washed and made me whole. His love for me, Lord, is like pure gold. Yes, God is real, for I can feel him and my soul Don't you know God is real? God is real. Yes, he's real in, real in my soul. Don't you
5: know God is real for he
3: has washed in me.
6: In your soul.
7: Yes, sir.
6: This morning. Yes. Welcome home, saints.
7: All right, my bro.
6: God has once again left the light on for us. (laughs) As a new day broke this morning, God still found favor within us. Yes. And he has given us another opportunity to assemble ourselves here this morning, first and foremost for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth, which is the only way he has commanded. He's also given us another opportunity to work out our soul's salvation. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't begin this morning without always saying what we always say, God is a good God, always has been, and always will be. I was told a a long time ago when Brother Ross Cheek was still here, he said, Brother Spivey, sometimes you don't have to worry about a sermon, a sermon will be given to you. (laughs) And as we drove around yesterday, we would pass certain locations and and, and we would see people gathering for Easter egg Mm hunts. And there's nothing wrong with that from a a standpoint, from a worldly standpoint. But we'll also hear talks about, you know, the Easter egg hunts and the Easter bunnies. But as a child of God, as a member of the body of Christ, I don't have just one day, come on now, Uh, throughout the course of the year in which I am to remember not only the resurrection, but the death, the burial, and the resurrection oh,
5: yeah. of
6: Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Not only do I need to remember it, but I need to be thankful yes. every day for it because of the benefits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now here's the key. And in fact, church, we serve a risen Savior. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key this morning. We serve a risen Savior, after Jesus rose from the dead, he arose victorious over death, hell and the grave, and he appeared many times to many people. So see, he truly is a risen Savior. He appeared to the women at the tomb in Matthew 27. He also appeared to to his disciples, and you know what? It was so nice, he had to do it twice so Thomas would believe in, in who he was. See, only a risen Savior can do some things that we're going to talk about this morning. See, contrary to what the world believes, contrary to what the world may try to tell you, church, this morning we serve a risen
5: Savior.
6: He appeared to over 500 of the brethren in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And in our passage that was read into your hearing this morning, he appeared once again. To his disciples, and as I read this account this morning, I became aware. It became evident the fact that that see, he did some things for them. He did some things for you that only a risen Savior can do. Now I may hit you this morning if you're a visitor, right, Come on. But I'm hitting you from the Word of God. See, there are some things that a risen Savior can do that Buddha can't do. There are some things that a risen Savior can do that Elijah Muhammad and Muhammad can't do for you, church. There are some things that only a risen Savior can do that man can't do. So if you're going to serve anyone this morning, you need to be serving a risen Savior. Man. If you're going to put, here's a pun, if you're going to put all your eggs
5: oh, <laughs> in one basket, oh,
6: put them in a risen Savior. All right. Put them in Jesus' front. Right. If you want to be searching for something this morning, you don't need to be searching for a golden egg. You need to make sure that you find this risen Savior this morning. Because you see, as a child of God, I serve a risen Savior. How do you know, Brother Spivey? I know because the Bible tells me so. This morning, I want to use for a topic. My Savior lives. My Savior lives. We sing a song here, church, that we need to sing every Lord's Day. And the song goes something like this. It says, now, I serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy. I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. He walks with me and he talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives. Salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives, he lives within my heart. That should be the theme song for every child of God this morning. My goal this morning, church, is to show you that I know he lives. You ask me how I know he lives, I told you before, it's because the Bible tells me so. Now, I could stop right there and that would suffice. That would be enough. But see, some of us don't read our Bible. I'm going to share with you this morning some things that only a risen Savior can do. So, if you serve a risen Savior, let me hear you say amen this morning. Amen, See, only a risen Savior. And we're going to be staying right here in in the book of John in chapter 21 for the gist of our lesson this morning. But I want you to know from from the scriptural text this morning that only a risen Savior can find his sheep. These men in verses 1 through 4, they were off doing what they had done years earlier. They were fishermen. You can see that back in Mark chapter 1, verses 16 through 18. That was their profession when Jesus found them, when Jesus called them. And now they have attempted to return to their old way of life. You know how we do the same thing sometimes. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Things don't go the way we think they ought to be going. And the first thing we do is run back to our old man of life. See, in fact, there were professional fishermen. Now, these professional fishermen had fished all night long. But the Bible tells me they, they, they didn't catch anything. But now, but but when daylight comes, and oh, what a difference a day makes, church, they they, they see a man up on the seashore. And at first they, they, they didn't know who it was. But it was Jesus and he's he, he's been looking for. Like he's looking for many of us this morning. Because see, there are some of us seated here this morning that have been lost for the eternity of life thus far. And God has been looking for you, waiting for you to accept Christ as your personal Savior. But Jesus has been looking for them, and now He He He's come to them and, and, and see. He did not save them, church, just to be fishermen. Are you with me this morning? He saved them to be fishers of men. Now, there's a vast difference here now. I'm not even going to say it, Brother Glenn. See, Brother Glenn are both fishermen and fishers of men. Like we all should be. We all should be fishers of men. But see, Christ didn't really call them just to be fishermen. Mm -hmm. He wanted them to be fishers of men. See, he he had a better plan for their life. Mm -hmm. The same plan that he has for us this morning, because, you know, it's not within man to direct his own steps. We need to let go. Mm -hmm. Plan our life. And see, this thing is... It's true in in our lives. See, sometimes when we go off track, when we get off track, see, God comes looking for us as well. And you know how he does it sometimes? He does it sometimes through our conscience. You know, we, 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 we leave, we turn our backs on him, and we go back into the world, but that thing starts to eat at our conscience. Now, you know where you need to be at. So why don't you come on back home? That thing keeps playing over and over and over again in your hopes that one day it'll click and you head back to where you need to be. But see, only a risen Savior knows where to find his sheep. You ask me how I know he lives, church. He lives because, see, he knows where to find us. There's nothing hidden from him. He knows how to get our attention. And when he gets our attention, church, he may use an array of tactics to get our attention. Amen. But now, when he does that, he does that for the purpose of getting us and leading us back home. Amen. You remember the prodigal son? <clears throat> he thought he had everything that he needed, he thought he had everything that he wanted from his physical father. But God had to make him hit rock bottom to realize that what he really needed was everything that he left back home. See, the point is this. When we leave home and we go back into the world, we're leaving behind everything that matters, church. And when the prodigal son realized this, he said, you know what? I'm going to get up. I'm going to clean myself off. And I'm going back. And when he got back home, here's the part I like. The father was there every day searching, waiting for him to come back home. Do we do the same thing here? Are we waiting for those patiently that have strayed away? And when we see them coming back in, do we embrace them with the love of a father? See, only a risen Savior can do this. See, God, church, has given us everything that we need Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to make heaven our home. Only a risen Savior can do that, church. See, sometimes he has to discipline us to get our attention and to get us back on track. And I'm so glad that he got my attention
7: and
6: he got your attention.
1: Yeah.
6: Yeah, and he got us all back on track. Mm-hmm. Only church, a risen Savior, knows how to feed his servants. Right. Only a risen Savior knows how to feed his servants. Amen. Jesus allowed them to, to catch an abundance. Of fish. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at how this thing played out here. He allowed them to catch an abundance of fish. We're still in John chapter 21. Now, they had been fishing on their own all night long, and they didn't catch anything. But now Jesus shows up on the scene, and they catch an abundance of fish. And then it clicks in their mind. They remembered who this was. Because, see, the same thing had happened again back in Luke chapter 5. They had fished once again all night long and didn't catch anything. And then he told them, drop your net right here. Amen. And when they dropped their net right there, they, they, they once again were able to take in an abundance of fish. Mm-hmm. What's your point, Brother Spiney? Uh, My point is this, Jesus gave them a great catch. But not only did he just give them a great catch, he prepared a meal for them. So not only did he provide the food, he, he, he cooked it for them. Now, not only did he, did he cook it for them, but he know what? He sat down and he hey, sucked hey, with them. Yeah. Right. Only a risen Savior can do this. Only a risen Savior can offer you hospitality like this. It's not often, Brother Glenn, that you'll find somebody that'll go out fish for you, prepare it, cook it for you, and then sit down and eat with you. <laughs> Spiritual hospitality. Wow. Only a risen Savior can do things like this. I just want to remind you this morning that you, that you serve a risen Savior. And not only is he a, a risen Savior, but see, he's still able to feed his servants today. He's still able to supply everything that we need. And when the need arises, he has the provisions that we need. Brother Ernest, can you get Philippians 4 and 19 for me? I'm going to give you a chance to get over there. If you got a highlighter this morning, I want you to highlight these verses of Scripture. Philippians 4 and 19 says what, bro?
7: But my God Uh shall supply all your needs according to his riches, in glory by Christ Jesus.
6: Now, I like the way this is worded. It's coming from the word of God, and it says now, my God. Mm-hmm. Big G God. Yes, yes. Right. Can provide everything that I need. See, you might have some little G gods in your life, and you're trying to figure out why things aren't going the way I want them to go, or the way I need them to go. You need to trade your little G in <laughs> for the big G. <laughs> And everything then will be all right. See, he's able to do some things as a risen Savior that others just can't do. Here's something I want you to ponder upon, church. If he's really alive, if he's really God in the flesh, if he's really sovereign, then can't he be trusted? I'm waiting for you this morning. Can you trust him this morning? Yes, sir. Now, if all these things about him is true, then to worry is foolish. Yep. Yep. Want should no longer exist in your life. Amen. And as a child of God, as a servant of God, church, I don't have anything to fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because whatever gets to me has to first go through God's hand. And if it gets to me, good, bad, or indifferent, it's so God can teach me a lesson and to get me back on track, leading me back home to where I need to be. Brother Ernest, can you run over to Romans 8 and chapter 28? See, sometimes we want to run over here and use this, but we leave out the two conditional parts to it. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry, Brother Ernest. I didn't mean to throw you off track here. Romans 8, you preach. And 28 here you just preach he's given us a promise you got it bro
7: and we know uh-uh. that all things work together for good to them that love god to them who are called according to
6: his purpose see now now there's the conditional part to it you have to love god mm-hmm. and you have to be called according to his purpose and now if those two things fall into play, Brother Ernest, can you run over to Galatians 3:20 20 and 21 for me? Because see now, if you love him and you're called according to his purpose, then things are going to work out for your good. And you don't have to worry about the good ever running out. You dare, Brother Ernest, tell him what?
7: What? 3:20: 3:20 20
6: and 21. Tell him what. Now a
7: mediator is not a mediator one, but God is one.
6: Is that what you want? Galatians twenty, Galatians three twenty and 21? Yeah. All right, what I wanted you to go is, 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 is the one that says now where he, he is able yeah. to provide for us. He is able to go above <laughs> and beyond, Ephesians. I can't read my own writing. Ephesians three twenty and 21. Can we get over there for me? I'm sorry.
7: Now to him that is able to do go. exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask to think according to the powers that worketh in us, unto him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen.
6: Do me a favor, since I messed it up, go back and get verse 20 again here. I don't want anybody to leave with any confusion. Now here. unto him there go. that
7: is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask to think according to the power that worketh
6: in us. Thank you. I want to make sure I, I get that right. All right. Appreciate you. Now, what I'm trying to, to get you to see is can be found in, in, in our scriptural text around verse number 11. Because here we can see where, where where Christ gave them an abundance. He gave them an excess. They didn't just catch a, a little bit of fish. Mm-hmm. It said that the net was full, but it didn't break. They had an uh, abundance of what they needed, but the net didn't break. Now, back in Malachi chapter 3 and verse 10, he says, Now if you bring everything into the storehouse, I'll open up the windows of heaven, and I'll pour you out a blessing so much that you won't have anywhere to put it." Mm. Only a risen Savior Mm. can do that. Can you imagine waking up in the morning and you open up your window and the first thing that comes in with the fresh air is a multitude of blessings. Mm. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes, sir. In actuality. It already has. Yep. When you wake up in the morning before your feet hit the floor, God has already blessed you. He's already given you a multiplicity of blessings. You just don't thank him for it. Yeah. He's a good God. Yes, sir. We take too much for granted. If he cut it off, we'd miss it. What if God was like any yes? (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. You didn't tie the way. You didn't give enough in your offering. He said, "You know what? Oops, I'm cutting it off. Anybody would be in here gasping." Hey,
7: hey. hey.
6: See, God does things to get our attention. Yeah. Yes. COVID. <laughs> All right. But He knows how to feed His servants, right? church. At one time or another, He's He's fed every one of us. At yeah. one time or another, he's given us an increase. Mm-hmm. And one time or another, he's even given us an abundance. No,
5: right.
6: But you know what? Sometimes, okay. he'll go in reverse.
7: Yeah. Yeah.
6: See, sometimes, he'll send you to the poorhouse. Not because he doesn't love you because it needs to get your attention.
5: Yep,
6: yep. See, sometimes God will give you some things, church, that you don't appreciate. Amen. He'll give you some things that you're not using properly. Right. And he'll look at you and he'll say, you know what? If you don't appreciate it, then I'm going to give it to somebody that will. Okay. Okay. And then when it's gone, you know, I said you never miss a good thing until it's gone. Mm-hmm. Then God has gotten your attention. Amen. And then you want to get back in in line. And the good thing about a risen Savior, church, is now it may take you a little while, but he'll give you back everything. And then in excess, what you lost, you just gotta wait on him, church. See, he's a good God, he is a risen Savior, and he never takes without giving back. You just gotta understand the process, (laughs) sir. He's a good God. Yes. We serve a risen Savior. When things aren't going the way you think they ought to go, it's still part of God's plan. Amen. He's just teaching you a lesson. But they had fished all night. Jesus shows up on the scene, and they have plenty. What's your lesson, brothers? Bobby, The lesson is this, John 15 and 5. John 15 and 5 says, I am divine. He are the branches. He who will abide in me and I in him bears much fruit without me. You can't do nothing. You can do nothing. See, now look at how this thing intertwines. They have been fishing all night long. Professional fishermen all night long didn't catch anything, Christ shows up on the scene and he says, you know what, right here, right here. Put it right here. And then he gives them an abundance. Now, they didn't catch anything until what? Until Christ got on the scene. Lord, we can try to do a whole bunch of stuff, but until Christ shows up. We got to let him be a part of everything Mm
5: -hmm.
6: that we're doing, church. Only a risen Savior will fellowship with his saints. Will fellowship with his saints. Mm -hmm. As we said before, you remember Christ got there, told them where to fish. And now by the time they, they got their fish in and they came to shore, he had already prepared a meal. Now you, 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 you're going to miss it if you, if you don't take time to read it.
5: Right.
6: They were out working, doing what they thought was right. Didn't catch anything until he got there. And even after he told them where to fish, and when they got on shore, it was a meal prepared for. See, church, that just goes back to John 15 and 5. Now, you can do a whole bunch of stuff. Right. But if you don't incorporate Christ into it, right. then it may all be full. Right. No. Right. You got to make sure that, you, that you're doing things for the right reason, that your motive is where it needs to be. And you remember how the scripture says, at first when they looked out there, and they looked upon the shore, Brother Philip. They didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. But now, when the meal was prepared, mm-hmm. and they were sitting down in fellowship, there was no doubt who they were fellowshipping with. Mm-hmm. Is it any doubt this morning who you're fellowshipping with Man. this morning? Man. Is it any doubt this morning who you came to worship in spirit and in truth? You've got to get your priorities in order. See, sometimes we play the part of the hypocrite. Mm. Mm. We come in here on
5: Sundays.
6: (laughs) You can fool us. But you can't fool God. You can fool us on the inside, but when you get on the outside, the world is watching. And that's the main deterrent sometimes of us being able to add people to the body of Christ. You know what the main deterrent is? That's the main deterrent sometimes, church. We've got to make sure we understand who it is that we are serving. Now, there's something special, church, when, when Jesus shows up. Something special when he comes to fellowship with us. There's something special about us being here this morning. And see, and the point I'm trying to make, church, is when when Jesus shows up on the scene, things begin to change, church. You remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? When he showed up, things begin to change. You remember Daniel and the lion's den? When he showed up, things begin to change. You remember at the Red Sea, he showed up, and things begin to change. When he shows up in your life, I'm going to say it again. When he shows up in your life, you ought to be grateful because things change. And when they do, you ought to rejoice, and you ought to tell somebody, look at what God did for me. Look at what a risen Savior can do instead of storing that thing away and you walk away with it. See, the gospel, as we said before, is something that you can't draw interest on unless you give it to somebody else. Church, we serve a risen Savior. He, 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 he's just special, church. He, he, he is special and only a risen Savior can do these things. Only a risen Savior, church, can forgive your sins. Only a risen Savior. And I don't mean any harm when I say this, but it fascinates me and then it behooves me how some Catholics can go in and, and confess their faults to a man and that man then forgives them of their sins. Right, right.
5: Sure.
6: That's, that's, that's contrary to what the word of God says and, 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 and that's not my opinion. That's what the word of God says. And to make all of this clear back in Matthew chapter 26. You remember when Christ told Peter, he said, Peter, you're going to deny me. Not once, twice, but but three times. three times. And Peter, Peter does this. Peter denies him three times. And now I love this part here because when Christ shows up in our scriptural text, he goes to Peter. And he asked Peter, not once, not twice, but three times, Peter, do you love me? And then he gave Peter something to do. He said, Peter, do you love me? First of all, he said, now, Peter, do you love me more than these These fish? Because, see, that's what you left me for. You left me to go back in and fish. So he says, "Now, Peter, do you love me more than these fish?" Peter says, "Yes, Lord, I do." Okay. He says, "The sheep." I want you to look at this now. Some some versions say lamb, and then you get to sheep. It encompasses everything. But he asked him the second time. He says, "Now, do you love me?" He says, "Yeah, I do." Then he asked him the third time, and and, and 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 Peter gets a little tick this time. He says, Lord, you know that I love you. Then Christ says, This is what I want you to do. Amen. Do you love him this morning? Amen. Do you love him this morning? Yes, sir. Yes. Then are you doing what he's told you to do? Amen. Now I know when I was reading this, I said. Christ asked him, does he love him more than he loves these fish? Mm-hmm. I said, that's a, that's a weird question. But then when I thought about it, some of us have left Christ for less than a fish. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let it sink in. Some of us have just up and left because... Weren't you a member of that Lawrence? Yes, I was. Why, why are you not now? Because. Because, mm-hmm. because what? Just because. But when we understand the validity, church, of, 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 and the importance of us serving a risen Savior, that makes all of the difference in the world. A risen Savior. The Bible says now, without him, we'd still be men most miserable. miserable. Because while we were still in sin, he died for us. Now, truth be told, I can ask some of you for a dollar. Hmm? And you think long and hard about giving me that dollar. But now, John 3.16 said, God loved us so much. He, hey. Then he said, here, take my, take my son. And then when the, when the collection basket comes around, it's going to be hard for us to pull some stuff off.
5: <laughs>
6: it's going to be hard for us to get past those $1 bills.
5: <laughs> I'm
6: going to let it sink in. It's going to be hard for us to get past those $5 bills to give back to him of what he's already given to you. And he's given you his all. He's given you his son. He's given you a risen Savior. He's given you a way to be reconciled back to him. He's given you a way and a medium to make heaven your home. And you struggle with giving him something back. Sometimes I think we don't understand. That we serve, a risen Savior. Yes. And some of us sit in here and we say, "I would never deny Him, like Peter did." You already have.
7: Mm-hmm.
6: Like There's not one person seated here this morning that have not disappointed God.
5: Mm-hmm.
6: Because the Bible says we all have. Same. And come. Sure. We've all missed the mark, church. Yes. So for us to look at Peter and say, how in the world could Peter deny him? We do far less, but it still has the same outcome. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth. He's a risen Savior, church. Yes. Risen. And <coughs> the part that I like, we talked about a couple weeks ago, church, all that he went through. Mm for our behalf. The important thing about him being a risen savior as well is this church, right now he's seated on the right hand of God. He's interceding for us. We mess up. He catches that thing. and he yeah. fixes it up, and he said, God, I know, but. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
6: You know? And then it gets a little bit deeper. Yeah. It says he's an advocate
5: yeah.
6: for us. Uh, so even when he fixes it up, and he takes it to him, yeah. and God looks at it, and he says, please, God, don't, don't, don't. And then he yeah. begins to advocate for it. I know they did this, God, but, but just, j- j- just give him one more chance. And the Bible says now, if we confess our fault, Thankful. He is one. Thankful. He's faithful to forgive us, church. Now, now think about this. Think about Buddha. Think about Muhammad. There's nothing they can do when it comes to my forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. I can't confess to them. Where are they at? Dead. They're dead in the rain. And gone. I can show up here all day long and say, Buddha, Muhammad, please forgive me.
7: <laughs>
6: but I can get on my knees.
5: Yes, sir.
6: And I can talk to God. Hey, and within the twinkling of an eye, if it's God's will, things will change. Why? Because I serve a risen Savior. And when I put my trust and when I put my faith in him, it's in in God's will, he can change some things. He can move some things around. I may have to wait a little while, but if I wait long enough, and it's within his will. Come on, church. You see them work in your life. Yes, yes. You've seen them put some people in. You've seen them take some people out. You've seen them close some doors. And before this door closes, there's one over here creaking open. And not only will he open the door, but he'll pick you up, Brother Otis, and he'll take you over here, and he'll set you down and say, now I've got you here, but it's up to you to walk in. That's a risen Savior, church a risen
5: Savior
6: only a risen Savior can do these things an advocate he intercedes church on our behalf and if you are lost this morning I want to remind you that, that, that Jesus lives for you as well He's given you a promise, as well, brother Ernest. Can we go to Hebrews chapter seven, and verse twenty-five, and we're coming to a close here. Hebrews chapter seven and verse Mm twenty-five. You can take your time. They're trying to get there as well. Brother Steve is right here to give him a chance to catch up. (laughs) He got it there. (laughs) Wherefore, Mm -hmm.
7: he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, saying he ever liveth to make intercessions for them.
6: Uh See, church, all you gotta, if you lost this morning, all you gotta do, church, is is, is, is just make your way to him. Yes. And we're gonna show you how you can make your way to him by following God's plan of salvation. Mm -hmm. Now, only a risen Savior, church, can can focus your service. In other words, only a risen Savior can can keep you on track. See, now, in our scriptural text, Christ gives Peter a new direction in his life. He, He is commanded to feed God's Christ gave him a a ministry to be a leader in the early church. Even though Peter denied him, Christ went through the process by those questions of restoring Peter. He restored him to a place that where he was before. And Jesus leaves no doubt in Peter's mind what his mission is going to be for the rest of his life. And now, when we get down to verse 19, there there, there are two little words in verse number 19. And those two words I want you to pay close attention to, it says, after he told Peter all of these, and he asked Peter these questions, he told Peter, he says, now, Peter, follow me. Now, I can't follow somebody that's dead because they're not going anywhere. (coughs) We'll be in the same place all day long. But if I'm following a risen Savior, then we've got some places to go. And he says, Peter, follow me. Now, Peter was probably thinking, after what I've done, my service is over. I don't have anything left to do. I, I have denied him. He's never going to look at me in the same light again. I have failed, my Lord and Savior. And you may be thinking the same thing this morning. But I want you to remember, church, he, he took a murderer like Moses and used him. Mm-hmm. He took an adulterer like David. Like David and used him. He took an angry, Christ-hating Jew named Paul and used him. Amen. He took this same loud-mouthed, Christ-denier named Peter and he used him. Amen. What's your point, Brother Spider? The point is this, if he could use all of them. If he could use all of them, all of them why can't he use you? And that doesn't even need to be a question. It needs to be a statement that he can use you. But you got to be willing to be you. Yes. You know how our mentality is, I'm not going to let him or her use me. Well, until you drop that mentality and, and, and you look at Christ and you say, Christ, here I am. Send me. Use me. Things aren't going. To change. But if he can use all of those people, church, surely he can use you in the advancement of the kingdom. And see, only a risen Savior can make that difference in your life. Only a risen Savior, church, can, can turn a useless life until a life of glory. Amen. See, only a risen Savior, when you put your faith in him, can allow you to become a new creature in him. Amen. Only a risen Savior, when you put your faith and your obedience in him, can allow you to come in through the back of sinner and walk out once again, a saint. say. Amen. Only a risen Amen. Savior once you accept him as your personal savior, church, he will direct your steps. Psalm 37 and 23 says now, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And not only, church, not only will he keep you in focus, he'll tell you what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. He'll give you what you need to do it. He'll tell you when to do it. He'll tell you how to do it. He'll tell you where to do it. All you gotta do is be willing to do it. That's a risen Savior, church. He'll help you have focus in your life. And here's here's my last point here, church. Can you honestly say this morning that Jesus is directing your path? Can you honestly say this morning that you are right where God would have you to be? Can you honestly say this morning that your heart is where it needs to be? And if you answered no to any of those questions, church, then your life is out of focus. Right. And when your life gets out of focus, some of you might not be old enough in here to remember the old TV sets we used to have. Right. When it was out of focus, you know, it, it, you, you'd have to call somebody to, to find it. Now, if your life is out of focus this morning, only one person can find tuning. And it takes a, takes a risen Savior by the name of Christ to come in there and look at what's wrong with you, Sister Tara, and, 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 and fine-tune your life for the service of the kingdom. Is your heart where it needs to be this morning? Are you following the plan that he has laid out for you this morning, church? Is your life within focus? Or does it need to be fine tuned? Now, I can truly say, church, there is no doubt in my mind that Jesus is alive. Man. And how do I know, Church? In conclusion, I met him in this watery grave mm-hmm. of baptism mm-hmm. some 20-so years ago. And ever since I I met him and I put him on in this watery grave of baptism, I can feel and I can see his hand within my life, church. I can see him doing all the things that we said before, closing some doors, opening up some doors, putting some people in my life, taking some people out of my life, and leading me to where I am right now. And I am so glad that he's always been in the recycling business. All of us used to be something else. But now we can all call ourselves children of God. Thanks be to God. So in conclusion this morning, church, if you want to know that he lives, if you want to see him move within your life, as we stated before, God has a plan of salvation, and it'll get you to where you need to be. You simply have to hear the word of God. Believe what it is you've heard. Repent of your sins. Confess Christ as being the son of the true and living God. And then be baptized for the remission of your sins. That will put you into the body of Christ. Will make you a new creature in Christ. And those of you who are members of the body of Christ this morning and know that he lives but you've somehow gotten off track. He's in the restoration business, church. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is come and confess your faults one to another, and he'll put you right back on track. So as we extend the invitation, I'm gonna ask you to make the necessary adjustments and accept him, church, into your life. And then you too will know that he lives. So will you please stand as we extend the invitation. And as you examine yourself, will you make the necessary corrections? Will you come, please?
5: Do we have another
6: this morning?
3: Will you come, please?
6: You don't have to worry about being embarrassed. Come on
3: down here. Make God proud this morning. Mold me and make Do we have another this morning? me have thy will, will you while I am with thee. Yield it and still.
6: Don't leave
3: here this morning. Have I own me way.
6: Everybody has
3: some things going on. Search me on and believe me. Right. So will you come, please? Pastor today, whiter than snow. Oh if you're not a
6: member of the body of Christ, will you come,
3: please? Pastor today, be your resurrection day.
6: Let today be the day you
3: become a new creature in If you have examined yourself, and you're good from God, you may be
0: seated.
3: Have thine own
6: way, Lord. If you still feel the need to respond, you
3: can. Power, oh power, surely is thine. Touch me and his shall see
6: this morning i know i held you a little over but if you can give your job eight hours you ought to be able to give us an hour and a half here but i said all that to say this church only a risen savior can make the differences that you need to have made within your lives so use it wisely church if you have accepted christ as your personal savior do the things that you have been commanded to do. Because our ultimate goal is to make heaven our home. Thank you for listening, Church.
1: The church say Amen. 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 I miss Brother Evan. I'm having to do double duty. Brother Bell is not here this morning. Uh, so uh, we, are, we are thankful for the message, Brother Spider, delivered to us this morning. Uh, my Savior lives. Uh, he emphasized and pointed the very fact that we are. Not all of that that we think we are, but through Christ we're everything. Uh, Beautiful message, Brother Spive. We appreciate it very much. We have several that have come forth at this time. Uh, We want to note Sister Faye Hall, her her cataract surgery went very well last week. Sister Andrea Shelton is asking for our prayers. Uh, She is thankful to God that uh, she has now allowed for another milestone in her life uh, birthday of 12 years of cancer-free. Uh, that's God, that is God. So we, she's asking that we continue to pray for her. Brother Cato is stating that he has sinned and asking for God's forgiveness. Uh, Brother David Pope is also uh, having a prayer request uh, for his members and for re- re- rehabilitation uh, process. Also, uh, Sister Minnie Gift is asking for our prayers, uh, that she helps stay focused and just wants to, to eliminate from distractions even doing worship service. Uh, so church, that's important. Let us not be a distraction for anybody as we all are here to worship God. A beautiful request. Uh, also, Tamisha Jackson has stated uh, that she has sinned and asked for God's forgiveness, uh, as well as prayers for strength and patience. Uh, and, and perseverance. So John Phillips is asking for our prayers for Eleanor. Uh, Eleanor starts her chemo tomorrow, and also prayers for Jean, uh, his daughter-in-law also. And we know that families have a lot of medical concerns at this time. Uh, we are thankful to Christ that we're able to, as the Bible says, to confess our faults one to another. And it's us to pray and for God to forgive. Let us now bow in prayer. Father in heaven, we are humbly bowed before you on this beautiful day, another day, God, that you have blessed us with, a day, Father, that you allowed our feet to touch the floor once again, our eyes to open, and an opportunity to be with you in spirit and in truth as we have assembled for our worship service. Uh, we know that you are uh, the true God, the beginning of, uh, the end and the beginning and the, the end, Father, of, of creation and all of our lives. And God, we ask that you will continue to watch over us and bless us. We're thankful, Father, that you have taken us uh, through uh, many uh, calamities and hardships that our, our nation and, and society as a whole has faced. Uh, we know, God, it is because of you that we have persevered. And we pray, God, that we have let all know where our health and strength comes from. Father, we don't ask again that you remove the obstacles from our lives. God, we don't ask for you to make the river shallow. We don't ask for you to make the hill even smaller. But God, help us to conquer, to climb, and to swim, and to to conquer the things that that we're faced with each and every day that we know we can through you. Father, we ask a prayer for those who have come forth this morning Who acknowledge father that they have sinned and who also is asking for uh, your forgiveness and who's asking for prayers of strength and for comfort Uh, you know the ones who stood before us uh, at this time uh, father who have come forth and we know that you are good god you're better to ourselves uh, to us than we are to ourselves we know god that you will forgive for you have been faithful and true to ask to forgive as we've asked Thankful, Father, for Christ, your Son, our Savior, who, Father, you allowed him to uh, sacrifice his life for the betterment of ours. Uh, You allowed him to die a cruel death on the cross that we may have hope, and we thank for God that you loved us for that. We pray that you will continue to be with uh, those who are going into uh, medical treatment on this time and this day. We are thankful for those, God, that you have brought through. Uh, medical treatments in the hospital again knowing that you're a great healer. Father, we ask that you will continue to be with us in our efforts to strive to serve and to please you, uh, that we do all things according to your word and your way. Thankful for Brother Spive and the message that he just delivered to us this morning, uh, that, that Father was on his heart. Uh, we ask that you will continue to strengthen and be with him and his family, that you will continue to bless him with the, with the spirit, with the love, and and with the health and strength to, to continue to proclaim Thy word, be with us, Father, as hear us that we will not just listen to this message, but in, uh, put it into our hearts and apply it, God, in our lives. Amen. Thank you for Christ again for us in Jesus' name that we do pray. Amen. Amen. While I'm up, I do want to welcome again our visitors that are here with us. We have one visitor card. I hope I don't mess this last name up. Adam Stewart Felger. Is that correct? Close enough. Close enough? <laughs> well, say it right. What is it? Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Adam Schwarzenegger. Okay, that's an H. Okay. Thank you very much. I was I was you got beautiful handwriting, but I couldn't make out that H. <laughs> we welcome you, and I think next to you is also Sophia, okay, we welcome both of you. As I look around, I see several that are that are uh, with us this morning. Some we had not seen in a while uh, that are with us and that are out this morning. A uh, good number that is here with us this morning. We appreciate uh, pointing at you. We appreciate you all being here. Uh, and we don't want to just see you today. Amen. Next, Lord's Day, be right there in that same spot. Lord willing, if we're alive, uh, we want to continue to be able to uh, to be together church we we don't realize we know that we have uh, I'm preaching we know that we have our podcast and our conference call uh, that allows worship service to be done Uh, but I'm not going to take away from the scripture because nothing replaces our fellowship and the encouragement that we get being together so let's thank God for that it's just good to see you all here Thank you. (laughs) Now let's prepare for our worship service, uh, for our collection. Again, the brother will will come down with the tray to take up our offering, and this is how we will continue to do. Our offering will be taken up this way. Our communion will remain the same. Thank you.
2: As we focus on the collection and the death the burial resurrection of the Lord, Jesus Christ, let's please notice page 859. 859. He paid a debt we also like to thank verse 5 again for that message. Page 859. We'll sing all three verses. All found, let us sing. He
3: paid a debt, he did not owe. I owed a debt, I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. He paid the debt at Calvary. He cleansed my soul and set me free. I'm glad that Jesus did all my sins erase. I now can sing a brand new song, amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. One day he's coming back for me to live with him eternally. Won't it be glory to see him on that day? I then will sing a brand new song, amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay.
8: Let us pray for the offering. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day, a day which you made, a day with which we are glad and rejoicing in, Heavenly Father. We pray for this, at this time, we pray for the offering that has been taken up. We pray that those who gave, gave cheerfully, and without necessity. And in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. Now we come to the part of the worship where we should commemorate our Lord and Savior until he comes again. And according to Matthews, chapter 26, starting with verse 26, it reads, and as they was eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take eat, this is my body. Verse 27 and 28. And he took the cup, and he gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye, drink from it each one of you, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which was shed for many for the mention of sins. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I'd like to thank you for the body and the blood of your Son, which he gave up for us in the Father. Amen. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. You may take out the bread and drink out the cup. Now, this concludes this part of the worship.
2: We're actually gonna have a song change for the last song. We're gonna be noticing page 220. Page 220, the first verse of page 220, he lives. First verse of page 220. All found, let's please stand and sing.
3: I serve a risen Savior, he's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy, I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart.
7: Let us pray. Father God, it is once again we come before your throne of grace with bowed head, humble hearts, full of thanksgiving for all you have blessed us with on this day. But especially thankful to you, Father, for your son, who you freely gave for all of mankind, your greatest creation. And Father God, we just pray and thanks that as we leave from this building today, we will go out with head head up high Letting the world see that there is a reality in serving the risen Savior. Not just this day, Father, but all the 52 days of the year, weeks of the year, Father, that we are commanded to come together to worship you in spirit and in truth. And Father God, just go with us and be with us and keep us safe. In the name of the one who died, in Jesus' name, amen. amen.